Hello, my friends. Hello. Lana morning. Nigel. Good morning, good morning. What a big week. <laughs> what a week. <laughs> you have a gift for understatement, my friend. Ah, put it down into the history books. There's another one. Lots changed, nothing's changed, and all of the above. But uh, how you guys been handling it? Because um, we're obviously speaking every day, so this is no news to me. But Alana, um, how are you going? Uh, better than I thought. What did you think you'd be? Uh, being <laughs> creeped up inside for hours and hours. And look, it's the same as what I usually do, let's be honest. It's just I'm at home instead of in an office. So. Yeah. And no. No offense, you lucked out. You got the best housemate possibly you could you could have you. If I have any more TikTok videos shown to me while I'm in the <laughs> middle of work, I think I'm, I'm done. That's <laughs> uh, a funny app. Um, Nigel, how are you going? Uh, really good. It's uh, settling into the work life uh, integration has really kind of come to the front as I'm having meetings with my daughter, just coming in and sitting on my lap and then asking me to fix her bracelet while I'm talking with stakeholders. Sounds um, like you need very a, forgiving. Sounds like you need a session in boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's teach a four-year-old boundaries. Yes, yeah, it's called a lock on the door, mate. Come on, we need to step up. It's <laughs> one team, one dream. She needs to know her place now. The world's changed. She's no longer a four-year-old. She needs to behave differently. Thank you. And for all those out there with kids, well, I am being absolutely serious. Now, Let's talk about the week because there's a lot to talk about and um, as we said, we've got new eyes in our skulls at the moment because we're seeing a world that we've never seen before, we're perceiving things we've never perceived before and we are in the generation of uncertainty that all us sub, I guess, 65 years old would never have felt before. Well, particularly in Australia but some of, some of us got this in the GFC overseas. Over, over here we were a little bit shielded but Lana, straight to you. What's been the what's been the major um, what's the major thing you've noticed this week uh, around sort of behavioural behaviourally running a company? Mm, um, I think from this week, to just like last week, there seem to be two camps. There are those who hear information and knee jerk react to it, so they make all these plans, they implement all these plans off the back of. Um, stimulus or subsidies or changes and there are those who hear them make the plans but take a little bit of a beat before it's actually implemented so that they can make sure that because obviously the um, in Australia the government tells us what they're doing then they go and legislate it so they do yep. take a little bit of time it's in you know a day for what the stimulus package means or for whatever it looks yep. like and so what I'm noticing with the um, running of companies are there's almost a disappointment coming from those who uh, plan and react within a shorter period of time yep. than those who plan and just give it that little extra weight to see what it actually means because those who wait before they implement the plan, it means that their communication is stronger because even though they've got their plan sitting there, they're not necessarily communicating it to employees or stakeholders or yep. whoever it might be quickly which means they don't have to backpedal when something within the legislation is slightly different to what the announcement was. Yeah, I've, I found the same thing pretty interesting, um, seeing all the uh, – there's obviously a bunch of um, initiatives happening down uh, down under here um, and it's happening around the world too but, you know, we can speak about the ones that are um, in, the, in close vicinity to us and 
it's it's very interesting. I think the reaction of people, as Lana said, the the knee jerk reaction to some people, but this is more tapping in, I think, to human nature and how people process the world. And the thing that I was having, uh, I say, I'm not having a giggle to, but it just amused, if not bemused, me around people saying they announced something one night. So the government, eight days after a global pandemic, there's medical things that they have to worry about. There's a financial, you know, apocalypse potentially brewing. So I've got these huge battles to do. They get some legislation or at least some ideas out in eight days and people are going, why is it so confusing? And then you look at their own businesses and go, what have you done in eight days, let alone eight years in your business? And they're running a whole country with two massive battles to save everyone's lives and stop a global meltdown. And people giving such a hard time to but that detail's just not clear. It's just not clear for me because I've got this situation and plus this. It's just settle the hell down. Like settle down. I've, 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 Are you I've, okay? No, I've got, I've got to be in my bonnet about this because you've got to give everyone a break, including politicians. I know they're punching bags and they're up there for punching, but you've got to give them a little bit of a break because, gee, that's, it's hard work at the moment. And, and just what Lana was talking about is these – making decisions straight away you actually have to let the whatever the incentive the stimulus settle and then work out how to best put that in place where people are just executing straight away because that's what it should be and it's just creating more panic for people and your employees yeah and um, I'm definitely not saying that you shouldn't execute at all (laughs) what I've noticed is that those who do the exact same planning but before they have to be the first one to do it or have to be seen to be driving forward, they're taking that beat which is, okay, I've got everything in place, I can press go but I'm just going to sense check and make sure that for the next – and usually let's be honest, it's about 12 hours. What I have assumed is in this package or this announcement or this decision is the correct thing. Yep. Now, obviously this is different with different businesses because – You've got some huge businesses who have had to change staffing arrangements for financial reasons. They are now allowed to, um, I don't want to use the term backpedal, but almost uh, reflect on some decisions and they're able to keep some staff on. So that was a sort of two to three week gap. I'm talking more about smaller decisions that we're making is it's not a bad thing to take a beat and take a moment and just make sure that you're doing the correct thing across the board. Absolutely. It's very difficult to stay calm during um, times of panic and that's that's been an obvious thing around. Most humans aren't um, equipped to deal with panic or um, change or rapid change that quickly. It's, obvious. it's been an obvious thing. In saying that, there are a lot of people that have every right to be in um, panic stations because we've all been hit in yes. different ways and we've all been protected in different ways and some of us – it's not from mismanagement of businesses. It's not from any other point. It's just poor timing sometimes. I mean, we've had, you know, friends and clients and things like that that they're running great businesses but this is hit at possibly the worst point in time and you can understand panic. I mean, it's just bad luck and bad timing. It's not an excuse, by the way, because we don't allow that but it's bad timing. Like there's a lot of people that were getting off the canvas as this hit. There were a lot of people that it just made some big moves. There are a lot of people, I mean, for us personally, we were in literally the final stages of a negotiation for quadrupling the size of our office and taking a 10-year lease for the growth 
expectation. We were literally 24 hours away from signing and the landlord came back with a detail. Thank my lucky stars. <laughs> I mean, this is not the time to have been upping your rent fivefold. It, it, like there are these moments that are just a bit of dumb luck at the moment but equally people having the dumb luck the other way which is just bad luck. So that's why we can't rely on luck but it's been a, such an interesting um, period because, I mean, <laughs> we're not in control. <laughs> it's the reality of it. There's a couple of moves that that's that's not things we plan for. That's just a little bit of luck. Absolutely. Mm. Nigel, what about you, my friend? What have you been um, – what's been uh, noticeable this week? Uh, for me, I think the big theme has been I've both been surprised – Surprised in two ways. One, that people are still trying to reject or still fear the change element. Uh, but two, the supreme adaptability of people in this time. Like we did a podcast the other day, which I think is coming out today, and how quickly some people have innovated and gotten ahead of the curve. That was an excellent podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was a solo one, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, but you see there's a lot of these organisations, um, particularly because I go out and do a lot of the networking, They've one of the organisations particularly has managed to turn what is a global face-to-face meeting uh, enterprise into an online uh, offering which is actually attracting more attention from people. So it's attracting more visitors now because it's removed the ro- roadblocks of geography. I, th- I think... Um with things like that too, Nigel, we've got to, we, in terms of analysing them, it's it's a better fit because the one thing we do have at the moment is a captured audience. People are going stir crazy inside. Obviously, they're sitting at home. Yeah. So if you can work out how to actually, I mean, we've been doing it ourselves. We've been starting to run um, groups, uh, Zoom meetings. I shouldn't be talking about sponsored posts, but Zoom, yet we're happy to take the sponsorship. It's a great platform. Um, I think they're fine. <laughs> in saying that, if Microsoft Teams came here and up the price, we would probably be on them now too. Anyway, um, but talking about this captured audience and being able to do things differently because we've been able to um, capture, uh, I guess, a growing a growing audience by putting in some of these really basic things. And you can just tell that people have time for it now because they need to break up the day. They're not getting the conversations. They're not getting the social interactions. But it's been a, it's a very powerful tool if you're running a business and there's no reason that every business can't run a form of um, – what's the opposite of social distancing online? What do you call it? Social interaction? Contact. Contact. That's probably a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a Jodie Foster movie, was it? Yeah, it was. That was an excellent movie. I really enjoyed that. Weird, but good. Um, so yes, all right. So that's um, it, so you've you've in terms of your the networking and things you've been doing that actually hasn't stopped now, has it, Nigel? You've, it's actually up. No, it's actually increased. Um, so you look at. I think daily now I'm on at least two to three different um, networking meetings. There's between twenty and a hundred people on each of those calls, and people are actively, as you said, they're a captive audience, but. People are managing to find ways to do work and get around their previous excuses of not doing these things because everyone has to do it now. It's a really nice equaliser, what's happened, as in we are, everyone is in the same position of we're all in a bit of trouble, we're all in an interesting moment, we're not, no one knows what's going to happen next and you have got those people who, as you say, Nige, 
they use it as this great opportunity to my excuse before or everything that was in my way. It's it's no longer a reason. It's the opportunity and some have jumped at it, which is kind of nice to see in yeah. bleak times. Yeah. People's ability to change is really impressive, very impressive. Um, maybe that's are forced a, to. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a, <laughs> some way we're all forced to at some stage, Nigel. Um, oh, thank you, Zen Master Tim. <laughs> are you no, okay today? I am okay because um, – got a big day of talking to 55 people online and I need to just set myself and now I want to talk about something as important as what you guys have just pulled up. Stakeholder management over a new medium has obviously been something that everyone's had to adjust to really quickly. Um, we have been thinking a lot about our staff at the moment around what would it be like because um, we don't know their personal environments um, very well and what it's like to actually be working Remotely, at least I'm here with Lana, which is, has its ups and downs as, as everyone too. But generally, it's been a very fun experience. I, I'm, I'm proud to report that it's been a harmonious living situation, which you'd hope with being married, I guess. <laughs> but I think for others, this must be very, very challenging and actually working out some of the things that um, as, as leaders and as owners of companies is what do we need to put in place that we haven't had to because we're starting to step into the realms of people's personal lives because they're at home. Even the the simple things like, um, you know, seeing the funny stuff on the internet where people have got cameras on and, you know, kids running in, dogs running in and all this. There's a whole different element that's crossed over now. And and you've been doing a lot of this, Lana, around how, how, you've, how have you had to um, change the way we've managed or communicated with all our stakeholders in the business? Uh, I think similar probably to quite a few businesses out there, is that uh, two of us have, without any nomination or form of that, have taken it upon ourselves just to check in on what what's going on with the team. So not even from a business point of view but from a just how are you going today? And it's a very open question, how are you? But the answers that always come back are quite honest and usually positive from our team, which is great but it has just been that additional touch point for them to know, regardless of what's going on in the world, that there are people here still looking looking out for you. Totally. Um, but also smaller things. I had a chat with one of our team yesterday <laughs> explaining that while I might come across as quite manic on our communication platforms, using things like emojis and capital letters to convey tone is so important. And I know that sounds really <laughs> dumb... But when everyone is split and they don't have that interaction and totally. some some people are um, isolating alone, some people are isolating with families, even taking that extra time to emote in talking marks <laughs> yeah. through is what an emoji is, actually it has been helping with some communication I've seen from the team internally but also from my clients is they don't have time to do long communication as well. They shouldn't. Yep. Good. But by adding a simple symbol in there, they're getting their tone across. And um, what I'm finding is that's also pulling back some of the, um, what's the word, some of the stress that can come with communication. And I don't know how this is intended. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think um, on that it's if you're working from um, home, which we all are, you need to seriously take a chill pill around um, interpreting tone yeah. because 
it's a it's a new level of um, communication in terms of basically written word the whole time. A lot of people are different learners, so they interpret some of visual people, obviously audio, audio canaric, all the all those sort of things that we're not used to. Um, not having the different stimulus for different people's um, ways of interpreting information and because it's all gone to written it's really helping a certain amount of people who are good with the written word but equally you need to have that patience around nothing should be personal and you should be remembering the relationship you had with that person and how it might be intended and also that you've still got a phone (laughs) and if it is not done this is not the time to make bigger deals out of anything this is not going back into high school and this is a very important thing for I think everyone because all, all companies that we're dealing with, we're still dealing with humans in these positions and we still go back to our base level of when people are panicking, they start looking for the negative around what's happening, they start interpreting things with a negative lens and you start to bring up all these things that just don't exist, they only exist in your mind and the fact of the matter is you think you might be having something going on with someone but it's actually only occurring in your mind. You know, you don't have the right to sit there and stew on it. You actually have to if you feel like that is clearing your mind because this isolation can do very, very funny things to your brain, mind and world if you allow it. And especially if you're isolating by yourself, you are going to go to the negative and that's actually a natural occurring psychological process is negative bias. Humans, without meaning to, find the negative first and so it's a really big skill set to be able to push that aside and I, again, this is simply what are we experiencing with communication? It's taking that extra moment to think about what another person could be uh, feeling. And right. I'm not saying write longer sentences, but just keeping that in mind with everything that's happening, just that little change in communication can make a huge difference. I've had the opposite experience. I think I've got Stockholm Syndrome. I may be falling in love with my captive. <sighs> Your captain is trying to run away. I give you. The uh, I was referring to the cat that I didn't really care for before this, but I'm really enjoying our interactions. You too, but uh, the, yeah, definitely the relationship with the cat's changed. That's for sure. He um, he quite likes having people here twenty four seven. There's gonna yeah, we'll leave yeah. that one. Um, in terms of uh, focus for let's let's talk to the leaders out there and business owners as we that are probably listening in going, I'm still in a little bit of uncertainty. I'm still in a bit of nervousness and, you know, I, I basically I know that weekends for us, particularly last one to be honest with you, it was um, it felt like an oasis last week. I, I must admit I got to Friday afternoon and it, it felt like it, it felt like swimming to shore and it doesn't mean it's necessarily good. There's one palm tree, one coconut and a small island, but I was out of the water for a small amount. We'll worry about surviving next week. But these weekends are becoming sort of a little oasis where people are settled down, um, people get to think and then equally they get to overthink and then Monday back in the fire again because everyone's got 50 more questions or you know, so much has changed. But in terms of next week for you, Lana, what, where, do you, where do you feel – um, your focus will be? Um, so for for Lottimo in terms of my focus is, as Tim says, we've moved from defence to offence, yep. which is to say the first week and a bit of everything happening was making sure everything was up to date, helping clients, getting everything just moving um, and some knowledge out there and supporting. And so this week we've been planning all of the things, so everything that comes next, um, 
getting all the information together so clients have got the knowledge that they need and our team have been prepping the next pretty much three to six months for everyone. So working off that, it will be helping with the implementation of what comes next. So some of our clients who are going quite well with this whole situation, it's pretty much prepping two streams. What happens if it all goes good and what happens if it doesn't go so well? Um, And then for those who probably aren't seeing as much um, good things come out of this, it's about all of the one percenters. It's about making sure everything is set up, all of the um, process, what happens on the other side of this is ready to go so that they can just flick the switch and not miss a beat. Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Nige? So uh, two focuses or the dual focus. One is we've uh, really embraced, even to a higher degree than I would have thought possible, the Philodomo kind of ethos and, and the amount of people we're trying to help. So... Mine is setting up as many more opportunities to put uh, the people I know can help in front of the people that I know need help. Um, So whether that's group Zoom calls or whatnot, but just creating those funnels in for us. And there may be some opportunities that come out of it, but essentially um, you give me the mandate, let's help business through this. So I take whatever you say seriously. So that's what I'm going to try and do. And the other side in helping us through this uh, is ramping up even more content and whatnot because as you said, there is a lot of confusion, a lot of fear out there. And I have both the pro and con of essentially my entire life is revolving around these conversations with our clients and with you. So once I get off this, I go and edit it. And so my entire message, my, all the messages are coming into my head. It's really good. They're positive messages, but they need to get out to the right people in the right way. And I want to ensure that we give it the best opportunity for those people that are out there that may be struggling to hear it. Mm. So essentially, it's like a you're you've, you're like it's you, you're in a cult. You're just getting these messages over know. and yeah. over in repeat until we brainwashed you. That's that's excellent. Oh, you're lucky. Lucky it's yeah. a good message. I spend twelve to fourteen hours a day with headphones on and your voice going straight into my head. Welcome. To my isolation, Nigel. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I should just learn violin next week and then pay you a sad tune over your poor, poor life at the moment. Um, Only if you broadcast it over Facebook. Happy to. <laughs> but, no. Good. Um, I think that's good. And also for anyone listening in here who has got um, some creative talents, we are certainly on the lookout for some people to add to our backable um, platform at the moment we're bringing on the next level of freelancers in both audio visual and um, blogging to start getting some information because we we have to ramp it up there's a lot of help needed for a lot of people but um, obviously we uh, we want to work with people that have got some serious talent because we we hold our our platform to quite a high standard but if anyone's keen um, reach out to Nigel spam him get onto him you can find him on all the platforms if you can't find him without a direct email address now you're probably not the right person anyway but i think that's pretty important um well it's true surely we need we need people with half a brain nigel um but i think for me personally next week it is a it's about really now um accepting where some of the pieces are going to sit and starting to really adjust strategy accordingly and going harder down particular Road, and I know what Lana said around you know not making at the start of this not making rash decisions, but I think we've had enough information to process over the last few weeks now where we have to start moving in a direction, 
and start cutting off some of the other possibilities of a quick recovery and things like this. That's just not going to happen. And it's important now to have that or have those goggles on because um, this is not the time to be wishing things go backwards. Not that we don't wish and I don't want to be entirely wrong, but from a fiscal point of view and an, a leadership in a business, you have to be playing off the worst-case scenario right now and making decisions now to give yourself enough runway to um, to not only maximise um, the result, but also just, you know, we're still in survival mode. Let's not um, – let's not. We, we don't want to be a downer today, but everyone's still in survival mode from a business point of view because we just don't know the variables that are going to come in next week and fingers crossed that all this isolation is going to slow down the spread of this um, disease. But – it's important now that we start working from a point of this is how it's going to be from here on in and stop thinking it will ever be back to what it was. Yeah. And in terms of our whole dynamic, Tim, you are able to have those thinkings because you've got the team behind you who are doing the absolutely crisis now. Your job is to do big picture thinking and to plan what comes next. A few things have changed but your ultimate vision isn't changing. You're just shifting the boat slightly. Absolutely. It's, um, there's, there's no such thing as a great CEO. There's generally a great CEO that always has a great team. It's not a one-person game. Yeah, that's you the, That's the game we're <laughs> all in. But for everyone out there that's, um, you know, this is a difficult time and you need support, please stay connected. There's a lot of other touch points, particularly around Philodomo. We're starting to release a lot of support mechanisms, as I said, the online Zooms, things like that. Anyone's welcome globally. Um, there's a whole lot of information. We're looking for people to get involved that want to also equally contribute. If people are wondering why or is this some sort of sales tactic, no, Google what Philodomo actually means. We've got an obligation to help people out and we're lucky enough that we've been called this time because we're in a position where we can help people. So that's our obligation. But there would be others out there that equally would like to contribute, would like to share and, and in our area of expertise it is helping SMEs out and giving them as much um, good information and practical steps to help them navigate through this. But if you're someone who would like to contribute, we're very open to hearing from you. But Lana, Nigel, lot to do today. So um, let's finish off this week very strong. Thank you again for your time. And we'll, um, we'll be back next week to do it all again. 